Hello, and welcome to the Road from Emmaus podcast. I'm Jason Lowe, joined by Andrew Chow, and we are two totally ordinary Catholic guys hoping to share our journeys. Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, we've each encountered Christ in our lives. Join us as we talk about what comes next. In case you missed it, Father Mike Schmitz made a big announcement a couple of weeks ago. He got a tattoo. So Andrew and I got our grifting game going and we've come out with an episode about how Catholics might want to approach supposed gray areas like tattoos, alcohol, marijuana, and betting. Hope you enjoy. So it's been a while since uh, Andrew and I have done another podcast. It feels like this is a bit of a recurring theme, to be honest. Uh, so <laughs> thank you guys for uh, for sticking along with us. I'm sure you're 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 very excited every time you see that notification on your phone that the next podcast has been uploaded. Uh, if you have a notification for a podcast, <laughs> I do. I, I get notifications <laughs> on Spotify for all of my podcasts. So I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good way to keep up to date with just our podcast, no other podcasts. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Andrew. Andrew and I have been a, a little busy uh, with life, um, mainly things like watching the Leafs lose. And I guess tonight <laughs> you're 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 making a big sacrifice. You're you're choosing our podcast over watching uh, the Golden State Warriors play. It's okay. Is, I'm wearing the jersey, so they'll win. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't do video podcasts anymore, so no one can see that Andrew is wearing the Golden State jersey. But know that he is. Uh, if you're a Golden State <laughs> Warriors fan, be assured. Um. But, but yeah, I, I, uh, this is this is not a sports podcast. I guess we should talk about some other things instead. Um, Potentially. And I think a few weeks ago, uh, something that caught my eye on the YouTube was um, Father Mike. Father Mike Schmitz, a, uh, a, a popular priest um, within Catholic circles and certainly within the younger generation who's made himself very well known on, on YouTube, on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you and I have mentioned him several times in the past as well. Father Mike released a video, uh, breaking the news that he had gotten a tattoo. Um, and it's a it's usual length of one of his videos, 10 minutes long. Um, probably the duration that people wished our podcasts lasted, but it's four times that amount, uh, 10 minute video, just, uh, going into kind of, um, his discernment process, his decision-making process and, I think the big thing or one of the biggest things is that there's a little bit of irony there because I want to say like probably five years ago, several years ago, mm-hmm. he released a video um, actually kind of advising against getting a tattoo. And so kind of when I saw the when I saw the video released, like the second one where where it says Father Mike got a tattoo, I thought like Ascension, Pre- Ascension Presents was like playing a, a prank on us or something. Um, but nope. Um I think I think five years ago when he released that video, he was he was talking about like you know if you if you really do want to th- uh, think about getting a tattoo, here are the things you should pay attention to. Here are the things yeah. you should do in your discernment process. Um, and now in 2022, early 2022, I think um, he talks about how he took a trip to the Holy Land and yeah. uh, and he got himself a tattoo. Did you have any uh, first reactions when when you first? I, I think it was. Um... When I watched the first tattoo, I, maybe I had a slightly different interpretation of what he was saying. I, I, I took it a lot more of of a, like, you know, there's no hard and fast rule here, but me with where I'm at in life, like, I don't see the need. Because mm-hmm. um, he was saying something, uh, I vaguely recall, and I probably should have rewatched it, but um, the first video, I recall him saying something along the lines of, like, 
oh, like I had considered getting like a religious tattoo so that I could show my faith. But then I realized, do I need a tattoo in order to show my faith? And that's where I had that discernment process to realize that I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's interesting because, um, yeah, like like from that perspective, it was like it was still a bit of a what changed kind of a thing when yeah. I saw that headline. You know, what's different? Um, have you uh, have you? you know, gone back in the maturation process, like what's going on here. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's really neat to kind of hear him talk about what went into it. Right. He does mm-hmm. poke out uh, and, and pull out some of the, some of the sound bites from his original pod, mm-hmm. uh, original video talking about the tattoos, but it's, um, it was interesting to kind of get a peek into his head in terms of how he approached the overall process uh, and why, why he actually went through with it. Have you ever thought about getting a tattoo for yourself? I have. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, I'm very glad I didn't do it. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I for for a lot of the you no know, typical insecure um, young adults type of reasons, right? Like, oh, like I need to I need to prove my manliness. I need to be able to kind of show these things, or like going into the like, oh, I'm proud of my family roots, and then going into like mm. all those different you know many and varied flavors of trying to figure out who I was. Um, so so definitely had thought about it. I thought about getting like. Oh my gosh! Anyone who knows me is gonna like really cringe. Young, like uh, young I don't uh, like brave. I thought about getting that at one point, um, and then I was just like, all right, let's not. And I thought about getting, um, I thought about getting my last name. Yeah. Um, at one point, which is just the typical Chinese man thing to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't do that yet. Uh, we'll see. But it, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think one of the big deterrents for me was realizing how expensive they were. Yeah. And I was like, my goodness. Like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> temporary you, tattoos uh, that give me the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have been able to afford it, I guess. And uh, No, not at all. Where would you have gotten yours? I thought about doing it somewhere inconspicuous, like inside of the bicep where true, one, true. was one potential. True, um, true. Just to have it, but not necessarily somewhere where it's like anywhere I go, I need to worry about what I'm going to wear kind of a thing. Uh, I can't imagine you went through a very detailed in-depth discernment process you Not know at all bringing in the holy spirit kind of thing no. praying about it for several going on years. a silent retreat <laughs> <laughs> um father mike kind of i don't know i don't know that he went on uh went on a silent retreat or or went to that extent of um you know maybe he didn't fast for it or anything but i i do know in father mike's video he talked about um just for for many years like you said he did a, he did think about getting one and he just yeah. didn't feel like he was ready and then i think eventually he visited the holy land and you know came across this really old tattoo parlor ancient yeah. tattoo parlor and i think it just really meant something to him so he he got something on uh, on his lower forearm the inside of his yeah. arm i guess um yeah. and yeah he just talks about his discernment which was like you said it was neat to listen to um i think one of the things for me was definitely I don't, I don't know if it's because I kind of just grew up with a more conservative mindset, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But, like, just tattoos for me in general are still a little, like, oh, like a little bit of a gray area. You know what yeah. I mean? And, a little sinister, um, in the, if, if anything. Perhaps, yeah, it could be. And certainly I think yeah. that's that's a little bit of the, you know, uh, again, conservative mindset seeping in. Tattoos aren't inherently sinister, I think, and that's something we probably want to talk mm-hmm. about later. But, um like, did you have any kind of, uh, maybe you're different from me, I think, but did you have any kind of bi- unconscious biases towards the idea? If anything, that was probably part of what fed into me wanting yeah. to get it, right? Yeah. It's like part of me, my personality growing up was always like going against the grain just for the sake of doing it. Right. Um, you're a rebel. And, and 
Yeah. Um, and, and that was part of it, right? It's like, oh, like, you know, that like super teen angsty, like, can I show my personality kind of a thing? And like, mm-hmm. by doing the thing my parents just absolutely don't want me to do, that's the way to do it. Um, I'm lucky that, you know, God gave me the grace to like, <laughs> just grow out of that fairly quickly, mm-hmm. at least in this particular instance, uh, not saying that I'm at all past being a rebel. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, it's actually really interesting, because sometimes these types of topics, I find become such uh, microcosms of like your personality, where you're at, where you, where your maturity levels at, because like, we're just touching on like there's nothing about the tattoo itself that is necessarily good or bad mm-hmm. um you know like there there's something about it that you know can be beautiful for sure you know you see some tattoos out there that are like wow like that's a piece of art i know mm-hmm. i saw one guy um who it was really really impressive actually because um, i grew up swimming right? i don't remember if i've ever mentioned that on the pod but i grew up as a competitive swimmer um and that meant i spent a lot of time at the pool and the pool in particular was the one in the university in vancouver ubc and one of the lifeguards had this tattoo all across his back. It had a mm. phoenix kind of rising up from one side of his of the uh, of his back and spreading out across the shoulders. And then from under the wing, there was like a tiger coming out, and it was like really cool. Um, so there was pieces like that where you know, like that's actually like really artistic, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's beautiful. I don't know why he got it, but there is something there about the beauty, which which I think can be really interesting and intriguing. Um, but the 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 major question here to me is like are we really is it discernment or is it a choice and and really looking at those as different things right like am i doing this because out of my my own will there is something that i want to do or is there something about this where if you listen to father mike and you listen intently um there was no part of it where he was like all right like you know like let's go do this mm-hmm. it was more of a like situationally if it happens to present itself i'll explore it but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a, all right, guys, like, when's the next flight to Jerusalem? Let me find this tattoo parlor, right? Um, and that's kind of the difference here where it's if the situation were to present itself, am I going to make myself open? When I'm going through it, am I paying attention to it, the Ignatian kind of terminology, yeah. the good and the bad spirit? Am I paying attention to what's drawing me into this? Um, and, and coming out of it, you know, what's the reaction and, and kind of, that's the part that I found the most of intrigue with father Mike talking was that his conversation was actually very loosely about the tattoo and was much more about how he approached the, the, that particular choice. Right. It's all about the discernment, I think. And sorry, broken record. This is the tone of the theme of our podcast. It's all about (laughs) discernment, focusing on the Ignatian spirit and all those things. But um, yeah, like one of the things that I remember him saying in that video was just, you know, like you said, like you alluded to, he wasn't like gunning after it. He wasn't like mm-hmm. next opportunity. I need to go and get it kind of thing. One of the things instead that he said was, um, yeah, he'd been thinking about it and dwelling and praying about it for a few years. Um, and then when he finally got it, like it wasn't this huge rush or this huge yeah, uh, yeah rush of happiness or a huge high that he felt or anything. And I think for him, that was another um moment of affirmation where he yeah. felt like yeah like that was this is probably the right process the right uh choice the right prayerful mindset where you know because he didn't have this huge emotional wave it it, it confirmed to him that like he isn't all that attached to it kind of thing if that makes mm-hmm. any sense which is a little bit ironic because the 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 inherent characteristic of a tattoo is that your it's it's attachment it's permanent it's, yeah. it's permanent right yeah. um so i think if anything that's even a, a double confirmation of um just his his own process and his own 
his own discernment. And so I, I definitely think, you know, obviously encourage everyone, given that we've uh, we've just cited these two videos so much. Um, go and go and take a look at those those couple of videos yeah. on YouTube if you haven't. I, I do want to go into, um, you know, does the Catholic Church actually actually say anything about tattoos? Right. Um, so obviously we've already touched on a lot of it and, you know, not to not to put the cart before the horse, but um, even biblically, like I think some people might pick pick some things out that I think we should um, maybe talk a little bit about. Um, in the book of Leviticus, uh, there's a particular verse, Leviticus chapter 9, uh, verse 28. It says, do not lacerate your bodies for the dead and do not tattoo yourselves. I am the Lord. So it literally says, do not tattoo yourselves. Um, but I bring this up because, you know, clearly that's, that's probably a straightforward condemnation of tattoos. But I think we need to keep in mind that with many things in the Old Testament, um, as Catholics and as Christians, a lot of the things that, uh, that, that were stated or stipulated, um, or made old covenant laws in the old Testament don't apply to us anymore as Christians, right? That's, that's the core of, of Jesus's coming and, and, and his, and his, uh, and his reign really. Um, so I, I, what I would say is if, if anyone kind of quotes that particular, uh, verse or looks at that particular verse and is like, whoa, like Bible literally says not to get tattoos, um, in a very straightforward way, I think we need to remember that, um, from a, from a Catholic and a Christian perspective, there isn't anything that actually condemns, uh, tattoos. Mother church itself does not actually condemn them. And so for this, this is much more something where if, if you're a Catholic or a Christian and you're thinking about getting a tattoo, this is an area where you're following your conscience much more than anything about like the church's teachings. There's there's nothing inherently evil as we touched on already about tattoos. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know there there are a number of areas we can look here. Um, the the number of laws that are in the Old Testament that that are no longer followed there are many and many, right? Mm -hmm. Like we don't eat kosher meals anymore, mm -hmm. as an example. Um, and kosher, if you guys don't know what that is, it's the traditional way of preparing food in the, in the Jewish kind of, in the Jewish tradition. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, draining animals of their blood, et cetera, et cetera. So, so there's, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot here, but at the end of the day, um, I think it's, it's fairly clear that, you know, there, there isn't a clear right and wrong here. And I think that that's a, the case for a lot of situations, right? When we talk about getting into this gray area, there's there's so many different areas where, you know, the our parents will teach us things are taboo, um, and for good reason, right? There's there's a lot of things associated with many many particular uh, habits, habits like alcohol, habits like marijuana, habits like betting. Um, oh my gosh, my dad's gonna kill me for not remembering, but there's like a number, there There are these like particular vices that my dad would recite to me in Chinese as things that should absolutely be avoided. Mm. Um, and these are in there, right? So um, it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's anything anywhere that I know of in uh, in Catholic teaching where we immediately say like, no, you know, mm -hmm. for, for alcohol in particular, like we literally drink wine at mass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. It's it's literally a part of our regular our regular uh, celebration that is, if not like that must be at least weekly and is encouraged to be daily. Mm -hmm. So it's it's tough to say that any of these things are inherently poor. So I guess the question really is, like, how do we how do we figure this out? What do we do? Yeah, exactly. So I think you need to look at each of these things uh, in a vacuum first. Right. So. Like you said, looking at alcohol as, as its own thing, tattoos as their own thing, you, weed, you spoke, about, you spoke about betting, like placing money on things. 
um, inherently, those are not evil things, right? Let me give an example of something that is evil. Hmm, taking a life. Pretty, pretty obvious example, right? I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you know immediately, right? Uh, uh, for me, the question, the delineation is always like, hey, on a scale of, um, you know, virtuous to, or good to evil, virtuous to vice, uh, or virtuous to vicious or whatever, um, like how, how do you weigh that? How do you weigh this particular thing on that scale? Right. And it's not so much the, I guess, object or act itself that might be evil. It's for me, like how much of a door to, um, temptation and then perhaps furthermore, how much of a door towards sin does it actually open? Right. Because, you know, like we can have a few sips um, of alcohol or have a few drinks and have a good time right like i think that's just that's just part of it um it, it, it all same with i mean not that i i'm less well versed in this area not that i'm particularly well versed in alcohol but whatever i'm less well versed in the whole area of marijuana um is what i'm trying to say and and yeah like same thing like now that it's legal it has been for a few years um to what extent does it actually uh lead you to sin like if you're just having it recreationally um, as far as I know, like, you know, ring, ring me and Andrew up if, 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 if we've get, gotten something wrong here. But if it's just something that's recreational and it's not harmful to your body, to others, then it's not sinful. But I think that's the key, key part here with both. I'm going to talk about alcohol and weed together. If you have a few drinks and you've lost control of your bodily functions, whether physically or mentally, spiritually, are you already on the precipice of opening yourself up to occasions of sin, right? Uh, opening yourself up to temptation, right? If, if it's something where you definitely know that it's going to bring you closer to making some kind of sinful mistake, then I think that's an area where you need to apply that judgment as a Catholic or a Christian and say, no, I need to steer away from these things, right? Because I need 100% full... Uh, capacity, I guess, uh, of my mental state to be able to make make good judgment decisions kind of thing, right? Would you, I, I assume you agree. Yeah, and I think that there's a there's a piece here, actually, that I think precurses, like, whether or not you have, you know, full, uh, you're, you're at full capacity, you're, you have full... Um, there's no I, yeah, I'm struggling to. Capacity isn't the right word, but... I, I no, it's... Uh, oh, my goodness. Anyways... That you're functioning, yeah. um, <laughs> but um, the the piece to me and the word that comes to mind is hedonism, right? So hedonism, if you're not familiar with the term, is essentially um, kind of it's a pleasure first mentality. It's, it's the pursuit of pleasure as the ultimate good, um, and and this is the part that really kind of comes into play to me. Uh, control your faculties. That's what it is. Um, so. If you are approaching any of these, whether alcohol, uh, marijuana, what have you, for the purposes of garnering the pleasure that is that is promised by that thing, then you are by that very by that very statement and by the very nature of doing that, you're putting something above God. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just true. Exactly. Right. Regardless of whether it's recreational or otherwise, like no matter what argument you make. Right. If you are saying, oh, it's recreational, but it's like, oh, I just want to feel good. I just want to hit, get that high. Mm. Um, then you're pursuing something that is different from God. And why is this so important? I'll dive into marijuana in particular. 
Um, and uh, <laughs> my parents can stop listening now. I do have a little <laughs> bit of experience here. Um, <laughs> so it, it's um, with marijuana, uh, you know, it's the feeling of getting high. You know, it, it's an interesting feeling. But overall, like what to me the issue is, is that you are now taking away that euphoria from the things that ought to give euphoria. Mm. Right. So I'll, I'll give an example. There's a euphoria that you have with playing sports that is earned, that is good, that is, you know, it's something I sweat, I used my body, and there is a good feeling that comes from that, right? You get the good feeling as a byproduct of exercising your body. You don't say, I'm going to go play frisbee because, like, oh man, that, I haven't had mm-hmm. that high in a while, mm-hmm. right? Similarly, you know, you go, you go uh, finish, a, finish a particularly difficult project. You don't go picking up new projects because you're like, oh, I want the high of finishing that project. No, you, you go and you finish the project, right? So this is the issue, right? Is that when you approach any of these things from a hedonistic mindset, then now you are decoupling the things that are good from the things that ought to give us the good. And why is that so important mm. in my mind is because when we talk about discernment, discernment has everything to do with being able to identify the good everything to do with being able to identify what are the hints that God has put in my life that tell me that this is yeah. a good direction for me to head in. Yeah. If we start to just insert positive feelings randomly throughout, if we start to insert random things here and there, then it's a lot of noise. And with that noise, it just gets harder and harder and harder to figure out where is God in all of this? Mm-hmm. Right? To me, that's the issue. It's not about the weed. It's about why am I going and smoking the weed? Mm-hmm. Is it because I want to get that high? Or is it because I have a legitimate medical issue where I need to have this to help me get hungry, for example, so that I can eat? Mm. Or whatever reasons there are for medical marijuana. Like, there are legitimate use cases for it in those situations. And in those cases... Again, the purpose is not to get high. The purpose is for those medicinal uh, benefits, right? Yeah. So that's where clearly then if there is medicine to be had with marijuana, marijuana cannot always be bad, but it's it's the why. It is the why. And, and it just goes back to the discernment of, of what's going on there, right? So mm-hmm. um, whether it's alcohol, whether it's it's marijuana. Um, I, I, so the whole reason why this whole um, topic, I suppose, came up for me when I suggested it as an idea for this episode was um, sports betting uh, has become legal in Ontario um, mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. So like all of my sports podcasts um, are talking about it. All of your sports broadcasts have like betting commercials. Like you can't get them. I mean, sorry, I have gotten enough of them, but like they're just everywhere. Um, all these different betting outlets. And the, the question came to me was that came to me was like, well, I'm, I'm a Catholic man. Should I, should I start, doing this like i'm really into sports um a lot of these sports sorry to anyone who who knows me and is is starting to become concerned about me like don't worry i wasn't not actually thinking about uh putting money on sports or anything um he just at least uh, anyway so he knows what he's getting yeah yeah that's uh that's a whole depressing area i don't even want to do this podcast anymore um but um you know, it's kind of like, hey, like, is that something that you want to do to kind of increase your fun, right? Like, you watch the Super Bowl with your friends, start putting down like twenty dollars for on a few side bets March or something. Madness bracket and basketball. Yeah, for sure. Tournament. Lots of that stuff, right? Um, 
like to what extent should you participate in this stuff and you know not to be a dead horse but i think it's it's very much about the why like you said if you're mm -hmm. if you're putting a few bucks down for fun kind of thing you have a good time with your friends and something i like to me at least like i i think that's fine right but i think you also need to be very careful and be very wary um and think about down the road is this going to become something that quickly snowballs right is this is this something where um, you don't, you're you think it's just okay now, but like down the road it'll be a huge temptation, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's something you really need to to pay attention to. So that that's what I would say on on this particular on this particular topic. And I think it's it's a similar theme for for whether it's marijuana or, or alcohol. It, it's it all of these open the the door to gluttony as well, right? Mm. And that's that's the piece for me with betting. I, I think I agree with you. You know. Um, there, there's a good amount of prudence that needs to go into this too. Like, am I, am I betting the money I need for rent? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? for like, sure. Yeah. Is it, am I, am I, because I'm betting my family will have a worse day tomorrow? Um, if so, like, get real, you know? And, Let, and the two examples out. you just brought up seem like they're practical things, but I would actually argue it could be, it could be seen as a sinful thing. Because you're placing something that's recreational, that could be reckless above you know, uh, taking care of yourself or with the rent or, or taking care of your family, which is all part of things that come with love, right? So, so that's yeah. something to think about, too. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's a shirking of responsibility, right? And anytime mm -hmm. we're doing that, we need to ask ourselves why. And I would agree with you. I think it's sinful. I think it's a venial sin, but I think it's sinful. Mm -hmm. uh, well, depending. I mean, anyways, that's a whole other <laughs> can of worms. Um, but I think, you know, with all of this, really, it's, it's just, am I being prudent with it? So let's say, for example, that, you know what, like, I just I just hit it big. I just sold a company to Google. You know, I have more than enough money that I need for for my livelihood for the next 10 years, you know, let's say. And and things are going okay. I'm still employed, but whatever. Um money is no object. Let's just say. Mm -hmm. Right? Does that mean that I have free license to just blow everything? Uh not really. And this is where it starts going into the what are you doing is for, right? So like again, being that dead horse, but um it's i think it's fine for if you think about it just as spending money for the fun that you for the for the for the good time that you're enjoying right so for example you and i we've talked about i i, I texted you and i said hey let's go let's go check out a jay's game mm -hmm. um right um and it's funny because i don't like baseball but anyways whatever um we're gonna have to spend money on that mm -hmm. really realistic we're gonna have to spend money on that we're going to have to spend money to enjoy ourselves, to spend time together, right? So if it's that type of situation where, like, hey, we're watching football, you're putting together a pool, it's Super Bowl Sunday, it's just a, it's just a tradition that we have with mm -hmm. the boys, uh, and we go and we have a good time, great. If it's something where it's like, all right, Jason, see you back here tomorrow night at 7, we're going to drop our bets by this time, make sure you have the money, <laughs> we're going to make it big, you know, we're going to retire on this money, then like, all right, like, we're getting to a really different space, right, in terms mm -hmm. of what's happening. So I think, you know, seeing that, making sure you pay attention, like, is the fun tr now turning into something that's gluttonous, that's greed-based, that's like, you know, where are we really going with this? And kind of having those regular checks, you know, a lot of things... Uh, it's been said before, and I'm sure I've said it on the pod, that most vice is an overreaching of good, right? Going and spending time with friends, whether it be in the situation where we, you know, bet a couple bucks on like, oh, I bet Jason can't throw this Frisbee, right? <laughs> like, fine. But uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's my example. But, um, but you know, it's it's like, that's good fun. But if it goes further, then it's like, oh, double or nothing. And things just really go downhill. And it's like, 
all right, I bet my life savings that this next person can't run down to the end. So it's like, all right, let's really calm down here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so everything is about, you know, it's it's fine to start. It's fine to start with good intentions, but are you, is that it? Like, is it like I started with good intentions and then everything's fair game? It can't be that way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, hopefully we, we've kind of outlined a, a good a good way to think about this, a good thought process kind of thing. Um, I, I realized we didn't do a, as much of a deep dive into like the, this kind of thing for tattoos in the sense of like, you know, what are you, what should you think about? Right. So like, um, I think, you know, the type of tattoo that you get, right. Like if you're going to get a tattoo and you're a Catholic or a Christian person, you know, don't, don't go and like get something that means something satanic, you know, um, that one, that one might be obvious, but like, even other things that like, you know, that could still be questionable. Like you, uh, the, the tattoo that father Mike got was very clearly, you know, Catholic Jesus related kind of thing, you know? Um, the other thing is, um, also uh, placement, like we already talked about and in, in what I asked you about is, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily want to mark up areas of the, of your body where, um, you know, are, are, don't uh, put a cross on your cheek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for uh, just putting it bluntly because um, I was struggling there. Right. So so a couple of things there just to think about from a practical perspective and, you know, just to tie a bow on all of this, um, just just truly think about what it is that you're doing, where it might lead to. Right. Um, because th- these all these examples that we've we picked out, whether it be tattoos, marijuana, alcohol, sports betting or betting in general, um, these are all kind of what, what we quote unquote call gray areas, right? Um, and these are areas that, you know, the church might not have super defined teaching on. And, and it ultimately relies on you and your conscience and your perhaps your moral upbringing, right? To kind of go and make that decision to be like, you know, in, in prayer, I've determined with, with God that this is, a, this is actually okay. Um, or I've determined that, no, I, I really need to stay away from this, right? What, what, what one person decides would not be the same, might not be the same as the person next to you in, in each of these instances. And honestly, with all of these, it's always the same thing. Like, be really honest with yourself, right? Um, realistically speaking, if you're coming up with the reasons why it's okay, it's probably not. Yeah. Um, you know, like, if you're like, oh, but this, but that, but that, like, if that's the way you're thinking, you probably know deep down that it's not. Um, another thing you can do really practical, cause we talk about discernment, discernment sometimes sounds like you just, you know, pray under a bush and you just hope it comes, um, talk to someone, talk to yeah. a trusted friend, talk to someone who you know to be a good Christian role model in your life and just say like, Hey man, thinking about this, what are your thoughts? And either they'll say like, Hey, like, I think that's something that's a wonderful testament to your faith, you know, go for it. Or they're, they might look at you like, all right, like, <laughs> really, <Yeah. laughs> you know, what are you, what are you doing? And just have that honest conversation, have someone you trust. If you don't have someone you trust, find a priest, find, you know, there's lots of different people. You can message us, mm-hmm. if you know us. If you don't know us, you can still message us. And we'll be <laughs> nice. um, but, um, you know, just, just really have that time to, to be honest with yourself, to find that friend who will keep you honest and really, you know, just dive into it and, and kind of see, you know, what are, what are the motivations that are bringing me to this space? Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. While you were talking for the last half of the podcast, I was trying to find that word that we were trying to find. Like the, it's, um, 
the substitute yeah, for fun- capacity. Faculties. You have control. Yeah, faculties. faculties. Yes, thank you. Oh, gosh, yeah. it was bothering me. I, I, said like, it, I said it in the middle there. I think you were just too focused on... Uh, oh, I definitely to was. I definitely <laughs> was. I, I'm Googling things like alcohol influence on capacity. Or <laughs> <for> capacity. <laughs> so, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you, you got it. Um, so, where's not... With, where, whatever. What am I trying to say? Um, anyway, we're just going to sign off We're doing off well now. today. Yeah, we're just going to sign off. We're a little bit rusty, or I am at least. Um, but as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope uh, we hope today's podcast episode was enlightening. Um, gray areas are always going to be coming up. I think that's that's one of the yeah. biggest things when it comes to navigating life. Uh, I think I found as a Catholic is mm. being able to apply that moral judgment. So um, you know, just a few examples here on today's episode to hopefully help you guys out. So thanks for listening. Also, uh, uh, wonderfully your, timely, yeah. uh, happy Easter, by the way, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably what we should have started with. Um, hope you guys having a blessed there. Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Any any other well wishes you want to make? Um uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh Victoria Day weekend is coming up, so uh oh, yes. enjoy that. Yes, enjoy please. that. <laughs> okay. All right guys. Uh you'll hear from us next time. All right. Stay safe everyone.